Hello, and welcome to Transformation by Truth podcast, where the call become the chosen and those who have been dedicated to serve the Most High receive the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth as we progress our quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life. My name is D.L. Anderson. I'll be your tour guide. Let's get started with today's lesson. Hello, my friends. D.L. Anderson here, and welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast and the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022, week three. Now, today we'll continue with our Perfection and Everlasting Life series, two weeks to examine the prize and the goal of the quest for holiness. Now, today's podcast is Lecture B of a Word of Truth Accounting of the Spiritual Models of Perfection and Everlasting Life, Day 3. Now, the title of today's podcast is Perfection is possible. He setteth an end to darkness and searcheth out all perfection. Job 28.3. Now, there is one objective of today's lecture. That is to prove perfection is possible using eight key exhibits and tens of scripture references far exceeding the scriptural burden of proof. That is two to three witnesses. We'll begin with exhibits of perfection. The primary reason why honest men and women do not believe in perfection is because they don't believe it's possible. The primary reason why dishonest men and women do not believe in perfection is because they have no intentions of being perfect under any circumstances. Which one are you? Let's begin with Exhibit A, the rich young ruler. Now, Matthew 19, 21 reads, Yahushua said to him, If thou wilt be perfect, go, sell what you have, and give to the poor, and you shall have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. Now, Messiah's call for the rich young ruler to be perfect validates perfection as an achievable goal. Otherwise, we are forced to conclude Yahushua Messiah was being dishonest. And this is not a conclusion an honest person would ever make. Matthew 19, 22 through 23 reads, And when the young man heard the word, he went away sad, because he had many possessions. And Yahushua said to his taught ones, Truly I say to you, that it is hard for a rich man to enter into the reign of the heavens. And again, I say to you, it is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter into the reign of Elohim. And when his taught ones heard it, they were very astonished, saying, Who then is able to be saved? And looking intently, Yahushua said to them, with men, this is impossible, but with Elohim, all is possible. Now, as I have prior mentioned, achieving perfection is not something you can do on your own. 
and you're not being asked to. All you're being asked at this juncture is to receive the call to perfection and have faith in the power of Elohim and his ability to do all things. And this is something you must do for the full duration of this quest. Let's now discuss Exhibit C, the factor of compatibility. Now, Matthew 5.48 reads, Therefore be perfect as your Father in the heavens is perfect. Now, it's impossible to achieve oneness with Elohim outside the model of perfection, for he is perfect. Therefore, seeing as oneness with Elohim is required to be saved, you must achieve perfection. You must ascend to his level, for he will not come down to yours. John 17, 20-21 reads, I do not pray for these alone, but also for those believing in me through their word, so that they all may be one, as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, so that they too may be one in us. In the esteem which you gave me, I have given them, so that they might be one, even as we are one, so that they might be made perfect in one. 2 Corinthians 6.14 reads, Do not become unequally yoked with unbelievers. For what partnership has righteousness and lawlessness? And what fellowship has light with darkness? Amos 3.3 reads, But two walk together if they do not agree. Now, the verdict is clear. Having met my scriptural burden of proof of two to three witnesses, I have proven perfection is not only possible, it is required for us to attain full salvation. Nevertheless, seeing as perfection is one of the five highest peaks of scriptural theology, I had even more evidence to submit to strengthen my case for perfection. Let's now discuss Exhibit D, From Principles to Perfection. Hebrews 6.1 reads, Therefore, leaving the principles of the doctrine of Messiah, let us go on to perfection, not laying again the foundation of repentance from dead works and of belief toward Elohim. Now, this verse makes it very clear. You have not been called to spend your spiritual life adhering to basic principles. On the contrary, you have been called to go on to perfection, a feat which can only be accomplished by following the model of progressive spiritualism. So let's discuss that topic of progressive spiritualism. Now, progressive spiritualism is a model delineated by a gradual, yet constant increase in our spiritual dimension, which allows us to tap into various powers and abilities. It is facilitated by our obedient faith in the Father's will. It is governed by the Holy Spirit, our guide, and it's the source of our transformation into the spiritual model of Yahushua Messiah. Now, most importantly, 
the model of progressive spiritualism is a unique feature of the way of holiness. And this is validated from our earlier assertion that holiness is the bridge that leads to perfection, and perfection is a door that leads to everlasting life. Let's discuss now Exhibit E, the purpose of ministry. Ephesians 4, 11 through 12 reads, and he himself gave some emissaries and some as prophets and some as evangelists and some as shepherds and teachers for the perfecting of the set-apart ones for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Messiah. Until we all come to the unity of the belief and of the knowledge of the son of Elohim to a perfect man, to the measure of the stature of the completeness of Messiah. Now, these verses prove that every form of ministry has been given by Yahushua Messiah for the primary purpose of perfecting the set of part ones. These are those who have been called to be members of the invisible assembly of Yahushua Messiah. Now, here is where Yahushua Messiah is different from many leaders in the church circuit. He is not going to shepherd a congregation filled with spiritual flaws, deficits, spots, wrinkles, and diseases. Trust me, he is on the record. Let's now discuss Exhibit F, the key purpose of Messiah's sacrifice. Ephesians 5, 25-26 reads, Husbands, love your wives, as Messiah did also love the assembly and gave himself for it, in order to set it apart and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word. In order to present it to himself, a splendid assembly, not having spot or wrinkle or any of this sort, but that it might be holy and blameless and perfect. Now, these verses prove that everyone in the invisible assembly of Yahushua Messiah has been called to be perfect and holy. As I said before, everyone who denies perfection and attempts to join themselves to this congregation is a thief and a robber, and they will not have everlasting life. Let's now discuss Exhibit G. The purpose of the scriptures. Second Timothy 3, 16-17 reads, All scripture is given by inspiration of Elohim and profitable for teaching, for reproof, for setting straight, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of Elohim may be perfect, thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now, like ministry, the scriptures are a catalyst of perfection. They provide us with the spiritual tools to accomplish every good work. Now, this reality ties perfection to the seven pillars of our faith. In essence, as perfection is the means by which we are equipped for every good work and able to do all things, it is impossible to operate 
in the seven pillars of our faith if you are not operating in the model of perfection. Now, this speaks to limitations of the modern church. As they have ignored the call of perfection, they are not equipped for every good work, specifically those works which require dominion, authority, power, effectual prayer, effectual fasting, focus, and dedication. Remember, you, like me, have left the church for this very cause, for the Spirit has called us to the greater works, and it has convicted us, making it very clear that these works cannot be achieved if we do not thoroughly furnish ourselves with the spiritual tools required to do them. And we can't obtain these tools if we do not obey the call to go on to perfection. Now we'll discuss Exhibit H, the empowerment of Yahushua Messiah. Philippians 4.13 reads, I have strength to do all through Messiah who empowers me. So here's a question. Understanding we can do all things through Yahushua Messiah and a set-apart spirit, how can perfection be impossible? The answer, as Yahushua Messiah put it, with men, this is impossible, but with Elohim, all is possible. Now, here is the final word. Above all else, this one thing is true. I can do anything, O Yahuwah, anything with you. Now, despite the incredible amount of evidence I have shared to affirm my case on perfection, the opposition to perfection will no doubt continue. Largely, it's because many have failed and will fail to be perfect because they are not in the way of holiness. And because they have failed, they suggest perfection is impossible. Now, this is a prime example of the personal incredulity fallacy, a common delusion in which men and women assume something is impossible simply because they can't see how it is possible. Yet I call upon you to receive the word of truth if you truly desire to have everlasting life. Romans 3, 3-4 reads, For what if some did not believe? Shall their unbelief nullify the trustworthiness of Elohim? Let it not be, but let Elohim be true and every man a liar, as it has been written, that you should be declared right in your words and prevail in your judging. My dear friends, I provided eight key exhibits and tens of scripture which prove perfection is possible. And trust me, there are many more. Thus, understanding that perfection is possible, the question you should be asking yourself now is, how badly do I desire everlasting life? And here's why. If we can't be perfect, then we can't be saved. And that is the final word. Now, here's today's assignment. Take some time to go back over the exhibits 
and the scriptures provided in the lecture today and meditate on them during your afternoon and or evening prayer sessions. And if you have any questions at all, submit them in the Q&A box and I will reply immediately. Because this, my friends, is one of the many dividing lines you encounter on this quest. That is an interval where the variance between those who continue and those who don't is high. My sincere advice is don't be one of those who become stuck at this dividing line and forfeits their quest. Remember, everlasting life is at stake. So don't treat this casually. Complete the assignment, get your questions answered, and let's keep going. Now, here's what's next in our quest for holiness. Today's podcast we completed. Perfection is possible. And tomorrow's podcast is the perfection criteria. Now, if you are a member and have questions, please click the Q&A box underneath the video player. Likewise, if you have comments you want to share with the group, please share those in the comment box located beneath the Q&A box. Now, if you're not a member and you have questions about today's podcast, feel free to contact us via our website at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and use the form on our contact page, and we will respond to you as soon as we can. And thank you for being with us today. hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Remember to tune in with us every Monday through Friday at 3 p.m. Eastern. And if you haven't already, visit us at www.pinnacleofholiness.com and make sure you sign up to join the quest for holiness, perfection, and everlasting life 2022.